Hey, Social Salad family and friends of the family. I'm Megan. And I'm Sydney. And today we're going to discuss time management. And we'll discuss it in three different forms. One, work-life balance. Two, daily time management. And three, long-term time management. I think and we've, a lot, sorry to, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of you are really going to benefit from this podcast because I notice in our social salad group that you, a lot of you want to know how to manage your time during the day because you're doing a bunch of different things and it can get overwhelming. So I think that this podcast will be beneficial for you and you'll get some tips. Absolutely. And to try and make it easy for you to follow, we will break it down in terms of excuses sacrifices and the difference between a nine to five job and owning your own business. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So I'll go ahead and get started. I will talk about work-life balance kind of from a mommy perspective, and I'll probably refer back to the story a few times, but I think anyone will be able to relate to it. If you have friends or family pulling you in different directions and not quite understanding that what you do is work and it has to be a priority. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Sydney. Right. Uh, so I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> okay. The other night at dinner, I was talking about my day to Brian, not complaining. I was talking and I stressed, as I often do, how I feel like there's never enough time to get everything done, especially as a work from home mom with a toddler. And he had the audacity to, to say to me, then maybe you shouldn't spend two hours at the gym every day. (laughs) I guess it's the harsh truth. (laughs) I, uh, well, you know what? It made me really mad. It would make me mad too, because you have to take care of yourself. That is true. You are absolutely right. Self-care is important. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, But it made me mad for a few reasons. One, because I work at the gym while I'm working out. That's why it takes me two hours to get through a workout because I'm splitting my focus. <laughs> I actually do the exact same thing. Right? I will literally be on a run. I probably look like a crazy person running down the street, but I go for a run every day and half the time I'm like replying to emails or uh-huh. replying to comments and people are like, oh my God, this girl's probably going to trip any minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I don't know why, but it's the best way for me to get through a workout. I, there's so much going on. I feel guilty if I leave it, you know? Yeah, I can relate. All right. So the second reason that I was mad then is that every minute of every day that I'm not with my family or I'm not at the gym, I'm locked in my study. So for me, (laughs) I, I know, and my study doesn't have a TV. So for me, there's no TV. There's no downtime where I get to relax. And even on the weekends, Brian has to force me to watch a movie with him instead of me working in the study. I just have to say one thing. (laughs) That is why Brian and I are related (laughs) in the way that we're related because I do the same thing with, um, with Pedro, even though I have a good work ethic, but at night I'm like, do you want to watch a movie? (laughs) I'm like, stop working. Let's watch a movie. I don't know why. It's like kind of relaxing. You know, see, I don't get any of that time. <laughs> I didn't even shower. Like, a couple nights ago, it was, like, 1130 at night, and I realized I hadn't even showered yet. Oh, my gosh. I know. I, I know. There's days like I have days like that, too. Exactly. I have days like that a lot, and so I couldn't understand why he would suggest that my only stress reliever – well, okay, I have two stress relievers, <laughs> but – 
this isn't that kind of podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I couldn't understand where he was coming from. Yeah. And then the third reason, which you mentioned, that I was mad is that as I saw it, it's important to have some sort of self-care routine. Mm -hmm. And it's not just important. It's okay. But, and I know that, I know self-care is important to you too. Yes. But I do have to admit that sometimes it gets in the way of work. That is so relatable for so many people probably. (laughs) You know, I hope so because I was, I was thinking I wanted to tell this story, but then I was thinking it sounds like it's whiny, but it is whiny. It's me complaining about a good point that he made. So Mm -hmm. Because when it comes right down to it, my story is filled with excuses. I had to cut the crap and I had to be honest with myself. And everyone listening to this podcast, you do too. Mm -hmm. You're never going to find that balance in your life if one, you're giving other other people excuses. And two, if you really believe your own bullshit, if you believe those excuses. That, That is very on point. However, I will say though, Self-care, self-care is important. You have to take care of your mind and your body so that you can do a better job. But like this podcast is about time management, you have to find the right time to fit it in and if it, and, and work it into your schedule. And sometimes we spend too much time in our self-care routine that yeah. it almost takes <laughs> away from what, and th- at that point it is an excuse, but I will say it is important to take care of yourself because if you don't, you're, you're going, you're going to burn out, but right. But excuses are a big part of, you know, this podcast. And I think that's a good point. Absolutely. So it wasn't, it's not really about the self-care. It's not really about the gym. It's that I had this one excuse and I was using that as an excuse. Gotta cut it out. Gotta cut it out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But uh, you, on the other hand, are the best person to talk about excuses, Sydney, because I don't think you've ever given me an excuse a day in your life. Oh, I feel like my mom would definitely disagree with that. <laughs> um, I, I do give excuses too, though, in my own way. I think everybody handles their time and their life differently. Um, but when it comes to work, I have my good days. I have my bad days. I have like our last podcast, our, my struggles and obstacles. And I, I make little excuses. But at the end of the day, I have a very, I think, a good work ethic. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, Megan and I, and even just myself with other businesses, I have goals and things I want to accomplish. And mm-hmm. if you really think about it, you can't, you can't just, you have to get it done one way or another. You have to get it done and you either make excuses or you get it done. So that kind of, will kind of transition into a few of my points, but mm-hmm. when it comes to time management, um, I, I like to put things in perspective. That's something that helps me. So you get what you put in. So there are, there's a reason that highly successful people are where they're at today. And I don't know if anybody reads, you know, s- stories about successful people or how they got to where they're at or the struggles they went through, but mm-hmm. they may have failed. They may not have seen results right away, but their work ethic was above and beyond period. The more that you put in, the more you get out, you might yes. not see results immediately, but with persistence, you will. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's really, really difficult especially when you're putting in so much time. And if you're not seeing results right away, it can get so frustrating. However, you will not fail if you're consistent. If you pick yourself back up, if you get discouraged, if you fail and you have to try again, or if you aren't where you want to be, but stick with what you believe in, I promise you, you will get there. 
Absolutely. And number two, when you own your own business, it's not a nine to five job. You are not working for anybody else but yourself. So the responsibility is on you. No one is telling you what to do. You are your own boss. You make your own rules, which is an awesome perk. Um, And (laughs) as many of you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So if you want to create an empire, then you have to treat your business like an empire. You might have to work late nights. And this kind of goes back to the excuses (laughs) that, you know, Megan was talking about before, too. It's easy to make excuses, especially if you if you're running your own business, you have so much time and you have to create your own schedule. You have to pretend Uh at least like someone's managing you. Um, But yeah, you might have to work late nights. You might have to wake up early. Sacrifice is essential and it can suck, but you have to keep the vision of your goal in your mind. And some of you may still have your nine to five job and that is totally okay. And some of you might still have your nine to five and a family and other commitments and that's okay too. But if you truly want your business to succeed, then like Megan said, you have to drop the excuses and you have to realize that you can make time and you can still, you know, have your commitments with your family and your other job. It's a sacrifice. Will it be exhausting? It it might be, but that's when you know that you need to also prioritize. So, you know, you have to think, can you wake up 30 minutes earlier? I do post about this in the group to help people manage their time better. And I've said, you know, hey, waking up 30 minutes earlier can make a huge difference because no one's awake and it's really Mm -hmm. nice and you can knock things out. And I tend to see excuses if we're going to be completely honest because we want to help you. You can't, it's not, I mean, I'm a morning person, but it's not easy sometimes waking up 30 minutes earlier than you're planning on, but it can help. Can you work on a Sunday? Maybe you don't usually work on a Sunday, but if you have deadlines, you need to meet those, you need to get it done. So Mm -hmm. you you have to find the time and you will see your business grow once you start doing that. Um, And then a lot of you ask about time management in the sense of how do I find time to post? How do I find time to follow up with people? How do I implement a system? It seems so time consuming. The more you focus on how time consuming a task is, the more time you lose. That time can be put into developing that system, creating that content, sending out those emails. And sometimes we don't want to do it, but you have to. Trust me, there are days where I feel like I'm lazy and I'm not getting things done and I don't feel like doing it, but I push myself. You either don't do it and you find an excuse or you do it and you get the results. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, And, you know, a lot of things do seem overwhelming and may seem time consuming because it's new. So you also have to factor that in. When something's new, it tends to seem more overwhelming. But then Mm -hmm. once you learn how to do it, it gets a lot easier and it becomes more natural. So um, those are a few points and, and a few things that I think to myself every day as a business owner and it gets me through and it's more about cutting out the excuses and realizing that you have to put in the time and there are no growth hacks. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I think you are a hundred percent right. Your excuses waste the most time of all Mm -hmm. being successful requires you to be honest with your six with yourself about the excuses you make, not with your success. Yeah, <laughs> with no, to be totally. with yourself about the excuses that you make. So if you're saying, I can't get up early for this reason, or I'm not a morning person, or I stay up too late, just stop. That's just whining. That's just complaining. That's just an excuse. Mm-hmm. 
get over it. <laughs> I, but Seriously. You have to. Like, I, for example, yesterday I was, I don't know, whatever time it was. Maybe it wasn't yesterday. I can't remember. I work so much that I, I can't remember, <laughs> which isn't always good either. But there were like a few hours during the day where I had already taken my breaks. And that's another thing. For time management, take breaks during the day. You need to. But there were like a few hours where all of a sudden I kind of got lazy and I didn't feel like doing anything. And that happens every once in a while. And I literally mm-hmm. sat and watched makeup tutorials on YouTube <laughs> for a couple hours. And I felt horrible. And mm-hmm. I think the more that I think as tough as it is sometimes when you don't feel like doing something to do it, you feel better once you do it than sitting there and doing other things. Then you just you feel like crap even longer. So you might as well just do it and then you'll feel accomplished. So that's the, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Absolutely. I don't understand why people put themselves through the torture of procrastinating. Sometimes makeup tutorials are fun to watch. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I, I agree with that though. <laughs> so All right. you can pro- procrastinate only for makeup tutorials. Right. Okay. But our challenge to you about all of this is to cut the bullshit with yourself. Totally. So take a good look at your daily routine and be honest about your blind spots. Those or a blind spot is that one thing that you're so unwilling to sacrifice. You don't even realize it's getting in the way of your success. For me, it was two hours a day at the gym. I spend it in total getting ready, getting myself ready, getting my child ready, driving to and from the gym. That's like three and a half hours that my day of my day that I was wasting. Mm -hmm. And I was so unwilling to acknowledge that because I thought I need to work out. I need to work out. But guess what? I'm okay. <laughs> but the other thing you have to realize, and everyone should realize too, is that when you're building up your business, it's temporary. You're not going it's, to work like this yeah. forever. It doesn't mean you can't go to the gym. It doesn't mean you can't do these things. You just need to adjust your current situation yeah. so that you can get done what you need to get done. Absolutely. And I think for everyone, we all feel pulled in a million different directions, not just parents. Mm-hmm. So when you make an excuse, it is, I, an excuse is selfish Mm -hmm. and I don't want to offend anyone by saying this, but an excuse is, but what about me? What about me? What about me? And what about my sleep? I was, I thought, what about my self care? You know, what, what about my me time? As a lot of moms always say, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think a but lot when, of us think like that, too. Yeah, but when you think about it, one, it's selfish, but two, you're lying to yourself when you, when you talk about these excuses. Because 100%. I, for example, I found something that I love to do that I'm passionate about and that I, I'm good at. So when I think about it like that, who wants to sleep when you're doing something, when you could be doing something you love? Or who wants to sit around and watch TV about fake life when you could be creating a life that you love while doing something you love. You are pulling a smokescreen over your eyes by allowing yourself to believe these excuses and you're living in a state of unhappiness because of the excuses that you let yourself, that you one, create and then let yourself believe. You could not have said that more, more perfect. That, that was perfect. The best way of putting it. It's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, I know it's true. I said it. Um, <laughs> All right. Okay. So <sighs> let's go ahead and talk about 
I know that you mentioned this, but I want to talk about how being a business owner isn't a nine to five job. It's basically a 24 hour job, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that for everyone, but it's especially a 24 hour job for moms, <laughs> like not to take away from anyone else's stress, but especially in the beginning with that baby. And when you decide to start working again, oh my, I can't, I don't have kids yet, but so, I- so some days balancing those two seems impossible because one sacrifice I refuse to make is my daughter. Understandable. Right? So- I'm glad that you understand that. (laughs) I'm not a mom, but I feel like that is understandable. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's talk about how I do it. Aside from getting up early and staying up late, guys, you just have to do it. Get over it. Mm -hmm. I use my resources. I communicate and I schedule. So let's talk about resources. They are out there. Sometimes I bring my laptop and I work at the gym while my daughter's in the gym daycare instead of working out. Because that's two hours of baby-free work time. Or you could look for play gyms in your area that cater to working moms. Uh, One in our area is called Little Lamb Play Gym. But seriously, go on Google and just search for it. And I'm sure you'll find something near you or somewhere in your vicinity. And then you could also ask friends for help. I had one friend offer to bring her daughter over. And her and her daughter would come and hang out with Maddie while I worked if I was feeling really overwhelmed that day. That's smart. Yeah, I thought it was a great idea. And, you know, it's one of those things where you do me, do this favor and I'll do you a favor in the future kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like none of these resources exist, create them. One thing I'm thinking about doing soon in the near future is having a work from home mommy meetup where we all get together at someone's house and we work while our kids entertain each other. We don't have that. I want <laughs> it. So I'll just create it. I love that. Yeah, I think it sounds, I think that sounds, it sounds fun because you can socialize, but also you can concentrate. And then of course, if you have to, because I know a lot of stay at home or work from home moms also for whatever reason, they have the reasons for not wanting a nanny or not wanting to put their kids in daycare. But if you absolutely have to do it, don't fight it, just do it. So the second thing I do to get through my day is I communicate, especially when you start becoming successful. People start to expect results and they expect them fast. But I communicate with every client that I'm a mom and my daughter is my priority. I let them know weekends are family time. And while I may respond on Sundays, don't expect anything from me on Saturdays. I have it this way because I also communicate with Brian probably too much. (laughs) But poor time management really will affect your family life. And so he doesn't feel like I'm in a relationship with my computer. Saturdays and dinner time are strictly no computers, no phones. I have that rule too. And I communicate with Cindy constantly. (laughs) Yeah, forget. Sometimes I do text her at like 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. (laughs) but or she'll just, text me. I feel like, well, because you're uh, you're ahead of me. So, like, sometimes yeah. I'm going to text at, like, 4.30 in the morning because she's already up. <laughs> I am up really, really early. I love the morning. So, yes. Yeah, so, but it's different. When you're working with someone, it's different. However, you do have to draw the line somewhere sometimes when it comes <laughs> to clients or your business. But I'm not a nighttime. Pr- I'm not good at night usually. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's my time. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we do communicate constantly. Yes. Communication is super important when it comes to figuring out your time management so people understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is I work from a task list and I batch as much as possible. I think Sydney and I have a pretty similar way that we do this. So, uh, and you know what? I think the fact that we have a similar way really proves the success of how we do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you talk about it. Okay. So I run, okay. So I run two businesses and I co-run the social salad. I also have an anti-bullying campaign, friends, family, my boyfriend, and things that I love to do and I like to work out and just like a lot of you. So how do I manage to uh, work with my clients and do the social salad and my charcoal line and my anti-bullying campaign and, um, and everything else? Well, I like to keep things as simple as possible. So mm-hmm. I have a schedule. So the first thing I do is I schedule my weeks and I prioritize. So I literally take out a piece of paper uh, I don't like to type things on the computer for whatever reason, but sometimes... Oh, in the same way, I like to write everything out. I like to write it out. Sometimes I have a bunch of pieces of paper all over the place, but I write out <laughs> my schedule for the week, and then I write my schedule for the day. And so I prioritize my tasks. What's the most important, and when do I need to get it done? That way, I know kind of how... what I, I, I have a deadline, and that just kind of mentally helps me get through it. Um, so Sundays are for one creating that and also for scheduling content when it comes to social Mm -hmm. media yet content is so time consuming because you don't want to rush through it you want to get it done so I I do work Sundays and for me that's a good day for other people it might be another day but I like to sit down for a couple hours and just schedule some content and like (laughs) so I schedule all of my content through Crowdfire or um, the Facebook scheduling tool I find it to be the easiest so you can just kind of get your content done and published mm-hmm. and it goes out on time and it's perfect. And some Sundays I cannot work as much during the day or I allow myself to have a day off. And so what I do is during the week, if I ever have like a few minutes, like sometimes at night when I'm done working after I work out, and I'm just in bed watching TV. I'm like, you know, I could definitely like schedule some posts. I could definitely create some content. Yes. And I knock it out. And I feel great after. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I do is I schedule myself like crazy and prioritize with deadlines. That's how I do it. The other thing is that I'm also a morning person. So I wake up at around 6 a.m. 6 a.m. <laughs> Discipline is key. Mm-hmm. Um, and no excuses. It takes me time. Yes, sometimes I don't want to do it. But I schedule myself and I'm done. And that's what you have to do. I, I want to reach my goals. I want to do certain things in life. I want to live a certain way and I want to be able to help people and do all these things. But until I put in the time and until mm-hmm. I, I won't have it. So I schedule myself. Um, I also follow up. I am sure a lot of you can see with almost every single email and comment. Oh, you're so good at that. <laughs> I tried, but it's time consuming. Yes, but I do it because I want to connect with everyone. And this is my career. This is what I'm passionate about. And I want to help. And something right. that you should all realize is that not every task is as time consuming as well, I guess since we're the social salad, we're talking about growing your business on social media, right? It's not as time consuming as you think, because you can get on and off during the day. So let's say you schedule your content on Sunday, and 
it all goes out and then you reply throughout the day whenever you can. It's really not it. The most time consuming aspect is creating the content. Yeah. So I I do the same thing for e-flyers. I schedule them in advance and it takes me about two hours. Um, My content going back to when I schedule it, I usually do one to two weeks in advance and I've even done a month in advance before and it takes me about three hours. Okay. So there's five hours a week. That's not too crazy. And then maybe... No, that's easy. Maybe I would say two hours a day responding to emails and everything. I haven't, I haven't even gotten through half of my day yet. And I already have a lot of tasks done. So when you put it in perspective and you get into a habit, it's really not so much. Um, also, when it go, comes to creating content, you can create a content calendar. And I've spoke about this before. Um, I, you could just use a Word document. I, and I do it based – the way that I create my content is I think of my goal at, at the end of the week, what I want to accomplish, and, for example, let's use a social salad. Maybe my goal at the end of the week is to make sure that you get all of your questions answered in regards to time management. I will then break down all the important aspects of time management that I feel that you will find beneficial, and I will include tips, tricks, statistics – and even ask you questions so that I can answer and better help you. It's simple, takes time to write, but it's well worth it. Um, So just to recap, because I know I'm giving a lot of information, schedule your time, prioritize, use a content calendar. So that's kind of where we're at right now. So that's the social salad. Then I have my my marketing agency where I work with clients one-on-one. I have a marketing strategy that I implement for them on a consistent basis. I have a rhythm. Nothing is all over the place. And whether I'm posting to social media, sending out e-flyers, running campaigns, or updating their website, I have time set out for them during the day. And I put that in my calendar. So every day that I wake up, I look at my piece of paper, and I know exactly what I need to do at what time. And I stick to a strict calendar. Then I have my product line. And my product. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a lot, but I think. So, wait, all of those. I do want to mention this, Cindy. You have so much that you do. Yeah. I feel like all of those people who say, I have a full time job and then I have this other project that I want to make my full time job and then I have my family, they can really learn from you because mm-hmm. you're doing just as much in a little yeah. different way, but you have just as much going on. Yeah. I have a lot going on. And, we're going we're gonna to keep it real at the social salad always. I hate excuses. So something, <laughs> yeah. if you want to know something about me, I do not like excuses. Yes, I make them myself. I'm not perfect. However, if you want to reach your goals, you, you have to do stuff. So, you know, I have a lot. Yeah, like Megan said, I have a lot too. It's not just the social salad and posting. I, I run a couple businesses. Mm-hmm. So, so, so moving on, then I have my product line. My products are marketed through social media mainly, but we also sell wholesale. And I specifically wake up one hour early each day to market that because it's just part of my schedule. You know, I don't want people to be misled by that, by the way. If you're not a morning person, stay up late. It's not a big deal. Oh, yeah, totally. No, yeah, (laughs) sorry. I'm just I'm I'm using the morning as an example because I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're a nighttime person, stay up late. I think my point is more that if you have to put in the extra hours in the day, Mm -hmm. either wake up a little bit earlier or stay up a bit later. That's, that's really what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, yeah. And I, and, and it's all, it's just all about scheduling your day and prioritizing and writing it out. If you just kind of go day to day and 
keep everything in your head, you're going to get overwhelmed. So mm-hmm. have a calendar, a checklist, stick to it. If something comes up, it's okay. But, um, and if, if I find that at the end of the day, I have a little time and I can still make dinner and work out and spend time with my boyfriend, then I do. And I usually have time for that. I somehow I do. Um, and sometimes <laughs> I'm working until 1am. It, it depends. I just I set goals and I do what it takes to accomplish it. And it, I know that doesn't give you a growth hack. And but it's the truth. There are no such thing as growth hacks. I mean, having a goal, I think so many people feel like they have a goal. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they if that's, if you're not trying hard enough to reach your goal, maybe that's not your real goal. True. That's true. If you, if like Sydney and I both talk, both said how passionate we are and how we love what we do. And Mm -hmm. that's why it's so easy for us to put in the time to do it. Totally. But if you're really struggling and this is off topic, I know, but if you're really struggling with putting the time in to do it, seriously, reassess your goals. I agree. What I feel I sometimes not every day because you know, we're all human, but a lot of days I wake up and I feel inspired or I go to bed and mm-hmm. my mind is running. Okay. I have this idea or that idea, or I'll randomly text Megan during the day. Like, Oh my God, I had this idea. We have to do this. You know? Yeah. yeah you, you kind of have to, it's not easy to find what you're passionate about, but when you do, you'll know. And I know that doesn't give any answers, but it really is the truth. I mean, mm-hmm. reflect on what you're doing and, and, and something that really helps me to kind of figure out what I really want is to write. So if you're ever feeling overwhelmed, if you're ever feeling lost or confused or you don't know what you want to do, start journaling. I literally mm. will sit and write what's going on in my mind on a piece of paper. And then I realize like, oh, wait, I didn't, I didn't even think about this. So get, I don't know. Give it a try. It might help. So one last thing. Um, when it comes to my marketing firm, that was my first company and I started it at a very young age and it grew quickly. And the reason is because of the time that I put in and it's the same with the social salad. It's growing quickly. And Megan and I are dedicated. We work a lot of hours. And like I already said, we call each other late at night sometimes Mm -hmm. and we do what we have to do. Um, So to bring it all together, I know we've kind of repeated ourselves a lot because it's kind of, I mean, it's really one thing I also talk about in the social salad is that there are no such thing as growth hacks. Like, I wish I could sit here and tell you, okay, you have to do this and you're going to manage your Mm -hmm. time so much better or do this. And it's going to, you know, clear up like 10 hours in your day. There are tools that you can use like Crowdfire um, and and other things to schedule or but at the end of the day, you just have to put in the work. So if you have all of your tasks written out with a little checkbox and the order in which they need to be accomplished, it'll be easier to get done. That's a growth hack, I think. And don't forget to take breaks. I said this earlier, clear your mind a little. Sometimes I get stuck during the day and I will mm-hmm. just, I'll go for a walk like 15 minutes and, or I'll work out or I'll listen to music or I'll call my mom. <laughs> I just, you have to do it. And then I feel better. So, um, yeah, I manage a lot of different things. I, I run multiple businesses, but at the end of the day, without a schedule, I would be running in circles and getting nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's, I think that's really important. And by the way, the reason that we are so repetitive is to drill this into your brain, how important it is. Yes. So 
prioritizing not just with a schedule, but with your life is really what it boils down to. You prioritize your future over excuses and you make sacrifices for that priority. And then you prioritize the steps you need to get there. So we're going to talk about those steps. All right. There are two types of time management in business that we're going to discuss. One is daily and two is long term. So throughout this whole podcast, Sydney and I have been talking about quote unquote success and successful, but we haven't really said what those words mean. You may have done this with a business plan. Sydney and I do it with a quarterly spreadsheet. So we know our lo- what our long-term goal is. We know what success means to us. We talked about this in our first podcast. So listen to that if you haven't already, but obviously your long-term goal will be different from ours but you have to have an idea of where you need to go and you have to have short-term goals as a guidepost. They provide measurable results so you can best identify where you're at in your journey. Basically, it's a time frame of accomplishing tasks on your road to success. So what do I mean by any of that? So I mentioned Sydney and I work through a quarterly spreadsheet and we break that down into weeks. Each week, we discuss where we're at in meeting our goals. You don't have to do this weekly. You can do it however is best for you, any time frame you choose. But we do it this way, or we do it for a couple of reasons. One, to determine where we're at in our journey to success. Two, to find out what's working and not working, to find out what we're wasting our time on, And if a task is not working, we reevaluate it. So this means three. We then have to rework how we manage our time. It's not a rigid schedule. It really has to be based on your results. Like I said, maybe you need to reevaluate your goals. I mentioned that earlier. So maybe you do. But it's based on your results. And if you're not consistently checking in with where you're at in your business, Any schedule you create that gives you all the time in the world may not matter. In not checking in, you miss what could be wrong. You miss an opportunity to reevaluate, and you might miss an opportunity for success, however you determine it. Because if something is not working, it's wasting time, period. And I think that's where a lot of procrastination comes from. Mm Mm-hmm. Something doesn't feel right. You procrastinate because something's not right. Something's not working. But you're not, instead of thinking about it and reevaluating it, you're wasting, you're wasting even more time by just putting it off and putting it off. And then eventually you just give, it, give up on it altogether. Yeah, the best thing is to really be organized. And when you start to get disorganized, you start to procrastinate. And mm-hmm. the more organized you are, the simpler everything is. So absolutely do it. I'm challenging you all to kind of try to create that schedule and evaluate it on a weekly basis and take out what's not working. Give Mm -hmm. things, give certain tasks time to work. I mean, if we're talking about social media, you have to give it time, but create that schedule, stay organized, reevaluate on a weekly basis. And if you feel I don't know. This is something that I feel like maybe people can relate to. But if you're feeling like you kind of don't want to do it or it's overwhelming, go take a walk, journal, Mm -hmm. listen to music, allow yourself the time to not think about it. Because the more that you fight that, the worse it's going to get. Oh, yeah. So I think that's huge with time management because 
it, it just puts you in a different mindset. So instead of trying to fight procrastination, a lot, give yourself 30 minutes. Hey, I'm, I'm going to procrastinate for 30 minutes and then get back to it. But at the end of the day, stay organized, create your schedule and reevaluate. Like Megan said, that mm-hmm. that's how you're going to do it. Okay. So I think, Thanks, Sydney. Unless you have anything else to add, that pretty much wraps it up. I don't think I do. I think we yeah, kind I, of went over everything. I hope we covered a lot. And I, I know that I hope we covered everything that, wow, I hope we answered your questions. <laughs> I hope we did too. <laughs> I know that we covered a lot and we can definitely go more in depth with some of these things in future podcasts. But before we go, I want to mention three things. First, If you're at a point in your business where you can outsource any task, do it. It will help tremendously with your time management and your work-life balance. Mm -hmm. You may not want to spend the money, but if you can, just do it. And it's not necessarily spending the money. So, okay, well, you do have to spend – when you're outsourcing – okay, it depends. So, there's let's say you own a marketing company like me and you want to outsource um, graphic design work for a client. You can add a fee – so that you're still making money. However, if mm-hmm. you're outsourcing for yourself, there are easy tools that are affordable. One, you can probably find graphic designers who, or that's, I'm just using that as an example, um, through Facebook, or you can even go to fiverr.com. Through our Facebook Upwork, group. Or our Facebook group. <laughs> and you can find people, one, who might want to do it for free for their portfolio or for a review, like we've talked about. I think we talked about that in our past um, podcast or mm-hmm. in our group. Um, or it's, it's not as expensive. You don't need to go to a major company and it'll save you time, headaches, and it, it is a lifesaver. Yeah, it's, it really <laughs> will change your whole work-life balance. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the fe- second thing I want to mention before we go, I said this at the very beginning, but I would go to the gym and I would spend two hours a day there because I was trying to work out and work at the same time. So guys, don't do this. Don't split your focus. Uh, I know yesterday, Sydney mentioned, <laughs> I, it will be slow for me to get back to you because I'm just working on so many things at once. Yep. <laughs> we both have a hard time with this. Yes. We have so much to get done. So we work on too many things at one time. And this means that it takes longer to accomplish a task. Yes. For example, I started at like eight o'clock this morning working on one blog post. It is almost four o'clock and I am, I still haven't finished it. So don't split your focus. Just focus on one task, get it done, move to the next one. Prioritize those tasks and focus on them. And then the third thing, to learn more about our favorite scheduling app, Crowdfire, click the link in our description. It will save you so much time. And not even that. Crowdfire is amazing because you can see analytics also. And we're big on analytics because – and you have to look at your analytics because – then you can see which posts perform the best and you can create more of the best performing posts and stop posting posts that don't <laughs> perform well. <laughs> so Crowdfire is amazing and I love it. And my web developer from a few years ago when I first started my company, he actually went off to work for a major company so I don't work with him anymore, but he actually told me about Crowdfire. So I've used it for a while. It's a great the, tool. The analytics are another way that you just reevaluate what's working and what's not. Totally. Okay. So I think that's it, Sydney. Yes. Make sure you guys join us 
Thursday as we go live in our Facebook group to answer any questions you have about this podcast or anything else social media related. If there's time, we'll get to that at the end. It's at 9 p.m., 8 p.m. Central, and you will need to be a member of the group in order to watch, but feel free to join because we would love to have you as part of our social salad family. And stay tuned next Monday morning at 6.15 a.m. Is that right? Six. Oh, it's 6 (laughs) a.m. At 6 a.m. Eastern time for the next episode of the Social Salad Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening and being part of the Social Salad family. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.